When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jesus fucking Christ, sir. I feel like we're both going down a fucking rabbit hole. We are. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of A Slut with Morals. I am your host, Ruby. And today, guest starring is me, Sarah. You can follow her at Sarah Beth Gibbons on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at A Slut With Morals, all one word. If you want to follow me on TikTok, it is A Slut With Morals Podcast. So today, actually, we're going to be talking about friends, um, toxic friendships. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, for real. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're both kind of going through a few things that uh, need a little bit of attention to. Hundred percent, hundred percent, right? Um, so I kind of so before I even start like a psychological type of podcast, I normally do like a uh, like research on it, right? Well, I, yes, and me just ruining my life all in one podcast <laughs> per episode, per episode, per episode, right? Um, same, though, yeah. same, fucking. There's fucking same. Hey, but the truth and only the truth. All right. So um, signs of a toxic friendship. All right. Um, So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. um, And then I added an extra one. So eight of these. And I'm going to go through the list. Um, So. And by the way, just a a quick, quick. intervene i don't read anything about what the podcast is going to be about until um about a day or two before i send you right so i like to not overthink it and not not kind of rehearse what i'm saying um just to kind of have like a brief understanding of what it's going to be about and then just openly talk well also because you're you're the people that do listen to my episodes um from from your friendships yeah um they know that you're talking from a, a personal aspect and yet my followers are literally from across the globe. And so a lot of them have absolutely no idea who and what exactly I'm talking about. And yeah. because I keep everyone anonymous, right. Um, which you're allowed to as well. Once when, when you're, when you're here, because this is literally a fucking safe space. Like yeah. there's, I, I, I will never ever mention, um, like a name or a, a name or, or what have you, or if someone asks me, I'll be like, you know what? You got to talk to Sarah specifically yeah. to get the details on it. Um, the, the real dirty details. I will never. And you know, this, yeah, I'm which always, is why I'm on it. I'm yeah. a fault, you know? Yeah. Um, so signs of a toxic friendship, uh, bad days versus bad vibes. Um, so a good friend having a bad day, maybe distant or cold. And, um, they realize though that they fucked up and kind of apologize Versus a toxic friend will kind of follow a pattern that never really dies down. They don't know, they don't show regret um, or any inclination to change, even if they realize that they made you feel bad. So you and I have actually had this yesterday, actually, when I was like, hey, are you ready to record a podcast? And you were like, 
Girl, Dude, no. I'm, you're like, I'm fucking dying. I was I'm dying. Like, <laughs> I'm like, are you okay, though? That's me being a good friend. I'm right. like, are you okay, though? Like, Agreed. Do you need any pedialyte? Do you need I, I was like, no, I already, already have it. Yeah, because I'm like, I know what the fuck is up. Like, yeah. I was feeling the same way, literally bubble guts and, like, fucking dying in my while I was doing homework. And I'm like, I need to throw up, but I don't know how. because yeah, we were really hungover. My gag reflex doesn't <laughs> work the same way. So it's like. Yeah, we get it. You can deep throw. Yes. Just kidding. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, but you can. Um, anyway. <laughs> but, um, okay, but kind of to say, like, go back on what you just said. Um, I have personally been. Um, at fault at this, um, being a toxic friend, and I've definitely worked really hard on changing it. Um, there's having bad days, and then there's using a bad day as an excuse over and over again because you know that certain people will understand. And I've definitely changed to that one um, because I have personally put off <laughs> obligations saying, like, I'm going through a rough time um, when I am, but. To an extent, at some point, it's like, girl, you can't be having a bad day all the time. Like, when are you going to be my friend, too? And so I think I've worked really hard on not just being, you know, having bad days all the time. And it's like, okay, if you want some kind of friendship back, you have to give some kind of friendship. You can't just expect those people to understand every single time. You still have to show up. No, no, no. Absolutely. And and that's kind of like uh, where it comes to saying, hey, you know what? Um, I can't do this right now, but give me a couple of days. I'm going through something. Uh, can we do it when I'm either feeling better or I've gotten through this or what have you? You know what I mean? But then show up. Then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then and then being a toxic friend is Meh. like it yeah. doesn't really it doesn't bother you. Right. You know what I you mean? Brush it and off. yeah, exactly. It's not a priority. Or, or that friend alone is uh, just not a fucking priority. Like, you you really do not give a fuck. Right. Like, but then they shouldn't be in your life. Like, then cut them out. Don't, absolutely. Don't string them along. It's just as bad as a relationship. Right. And, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Okay, um, so another one is putting you down. So you and I, we can, we can tease each other. Yes. Like, we, oh, my God. Um, but we're, you know, like, we're both cracking up versus, like, a toxic friend uh, uses more indirect comments or just passive aggressive outright insults to make fun of you. You know I, what I absolutely. mean? Um, like I've always said that at the end of the day, like a just joking is <laughs> it's being weird. Um, her dog. Sorry. <laughs> a just joking. Huh. I feel like there's more depth in a just joking. Like I feel like a lot of the times when we say just joking, you know, is because we've been holding something in that we've been thinking for a while and then when we realize that friend's reaction is not what you were expecting, um, you kind of, you're just like, oh, well, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Yeah. I was just kidding. Oh. But I feel like that's also a comment that you say when you know what your com your comment actually had. Absolutely. You know, when you know that you're like, just kidding, you're like, okay, I knew you meant something behind that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have even said just kidding. You would have just known I would. I was kidding. And that and that comes to another point, which is apologizing without sincerity. Um, so they shrug off your distress or just say something like, it was just a joke. Like It's you know called gaslighting I mean? and friends can totally do it too. Oh, absolutely. It's not a, just a relationship thing by no, any means. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. And, and so a lot of the times, like, we need to realize that uh, we're not just healing from relationship trauma. We're healing from... Friendship trauma. Sibling rivalry. Oh, absolutely. Uh fucking our parents yeah all narcissistic tendencies 
we're healing from. I mean, we're, we're as humans, we're human, you know, like, and we're healing from other humans. So it's exactly. Yeah. So, so we're trying to do our best. And then when, when said friend or whatever comes in and they're, you know, you're, you're I, a lot of the times I feel like they know where to pinpoint. They know they what do, to do because they we know, talk to them. Absolutely. So they know like your weak spots. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, gossiping. Uh, so say you told your friend something in confidence. Like I tell you, um, Hey, I got, I had my gallbladder removed, so I can't fucking eat greasy shit because I get the fucking shits. It's right? like me gaslighting you and telling you. F- no, but then it's like, but now our whole social circle circle. Yeah. I would never do that in a lifetime. Everything. Yeah. And so they make, they make like, after that, they make uh, jokes about they're like, it. Oh or, wait, you can't what, eat. Yeah, da, 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 or, right. yeah, or they're like, oh wait, can you have this? Oh wait, can you? You know what I mean? It's so oh, rude. Are you gonna get the shits? Like, and then you're like, how the fuck did you even know? Because see, to me, know, that's just a shitty friend, though. That I don't gossip. <laughs> exactly. if, that's what we're talking if, about. Though. If I, I know, but see, if that's toxic to me, though, that's not even that's, that's a to- straight up toxic friendship. Yeah, absolutely, because. I'm, I try to be the best of a friend that I can be. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect and I don't gossip, but I do my best not to gossip. I don't say anything intentionally um, to make someone else feel uncomfortable. Like, And that's another point here is uh, make you feel nervous. So you never know how they're going to react and, and you feel like you have to mentally prepare yourself in order yeah, to that's talk not a friend. to someone. Yeah, that's not a friend. That, that I feel like if if it is if you are literally mental like cuz you and I talk to each other. Right. Without all the time. any worry, without any concern. Concern or nervousness or cuz we just know that you would never make me look you would never want to make me look bad nor would I you. Exactly. Or like, we, I'm going to up you, girl. I'm not trying to down you ever. Or we fucking like joke about it and we're like, "Oh, do you need to But there's also a line. Oh, absolutely. Like Yes, we joke about that when it's us. Dude, I'm fucking but right. like in front in front of a group of friends, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, and like joke. Even you know, that's just a different line. That I feel is like a lot of people don't understand that is that like when you're making jokes about someone I think people know. Yeah. Absolutely. I know I think people know. I think because they know what they're doing. There's always like a crowd. You know what I mean? Like if you say especially if you say it in front of a crowd. Like people will look at you to see how your reaction is. If they if they see you smiling or laughing, then they're like, "Oh, then that was okay." But if they see that you're like, "What the fuck?" or your face falls, yeah, because I feel like oh, we're both very oh yeah, you and I are very like animated. <laughs> our face hides nothing, nothing. Um, but 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 there are people that you know they their face will fall and then they'll try very hard to fucking cover that shit up, like um. Like they'll, their face will literally just fall and then they'll make a fake smile. And then if you are good friends with this person, oh, you know that smirk, you know, a good smile. And then, you know, the a, non-genuine yeah, absolutely smirky like, ass smile. Yeah. Yeah. I so I it. just made a smirk to her and she totally knew what the fuck I was talking about. Um, it's a bitchy smirk. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> it's it's the I'm gonna be a polite bitch here and just take it and then never fucking talk to you ever ever again. again. <laughs> um, what is my dog? Sorry, I'm gonna so, yell at my dog. Really oh, quick. you're fine. Tom, Tom, stop. He's oh, I'm so sorry, guys. He is going crazy. 
Um, so these friends, these toxic friends are the friends that I love how he chose now. Oh my God. My dog has been calm this entire time. He is running <laughs> circles. Really? I love it. By the way, y'all, this is my third couch I'm on. Uh, the third one. Tom, please stop. Do you want a snack? Oh, look at him, look at him, look at him. I should not have said that. Look at him. Oh, <laughs> I wish y'all could see this. Oh, I swear I like take my dog out and let him play. <laughs> I love it. Tom, stop, stop, stop. Come on, let's give him a bone or a snack. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, let's see, where was I? Uh oh. So they leave you, so these toxic friends that we're talking about, they leave you kind of feeling unsettled. Um, so you you kind of end up never really looking forward to seeing them again. These are the friends that you talk about when you're making plans with others and you go, oh, wait, is uh, the, that going to be there? Yeah, is Nathan going to be there? Is Chadley going to be there? Is Karen going like, to oh, be I'm there? Go. And then you're like, oh, um, well, I may just pass by for one drink, but then I'm, I got to go. I have other things to do Absolutely. so um so you know and these friends um in a weird way they kind of compare you to other people which is kind of weird or make because you feel like you compare you need to, to other people yeah. yeah absolutely um which is kind of weird because this happened in a relationship of mine not exactly just a friendship of mine i think i just a side note i do think relationships and friendships are very much the same you can feel just as down in a no, it's just the dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Oh my, God. my fingers are too short. Fuck it. Mm, peanut butter, yum. Oh my god. Uh, I can't even with you right now. I'm dead. I'm literally sucking peanut butter off my fingers. You need to keep your dog entertained. Put some peanut butter inside a bone. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Back on track. So these are friends that kind of end up like comparing you to other people. Why can't you do this like someone else? Or hey, uh, or even like uh, apartment wise, you know, like say one friend is kind of cooler than the others or has more space than the others or their car looks more luxurious or what have you than the others. Right. And you're kind of like, uh, well, I'd rather just go in this person's car because when you pull up, it'll make you look cool or what the fuck ever. Like, see, I just don't think like that though, as a friend. Like, fucking same. I just don't even think, bro. Literally, as long as your fucking car works, like, if I'm down for you, like, I'm drinking tonight, so you're driving. I don't care what we're driving in, as long as we get there safe and get home safe. That. Also, like, I've literally had friends that live in trailer homes where they don't even live in the trailer home. They live in the trailer park, but they live in like a shed kind of like on the outside. And to me, it like never mattered because it was like, as long as you literally have your own bed, why do I even care? Or not like, or honestly, that makes have your own bed. It would make me want to buy you a bed you know? <laughs> because that's like the friend I am though. Because yeah. I don't want to see you struggling and see you on the floor. I want to see you thriving and fucking sleeping on a bed. But the you fact know? that you have friends that don't all have beds, right? Let's just say, yeah, we're gonna go keep going with that. Um, th I think that defines you as a friend, or at, almost as a not even almost. It defines you as a person. Like I, me and you, we're friends because we're open minded, we're accepting, and we're non judgmental. And 
like absolute cheers to that because everybody comes from a somewhere, <laughs> something, and that they're all different walks of life. To me, like those are the people I want in my life. I don't want one kind of friend. Um, I want people that have lived a life, that have gone through things, that haven't gone through things, who have money, who don't have money. Because personally, I have a friend that has a ton of money. And he personally taught me so much more from a different point of view than I've known. Yeah. And he, I know for a fact, would do and die for me. You know what I mean? Uh, has been one of the best of friends to me. Um, but he isn't the most open-minded person and the most understanding. And I kind of get to see it through his eyes too, because there's a different kind of struggle. There really is. Um, it's not so much the money and it's not so much um, the, I would say people showing up for you because people do for him. Um, Cause he's the fun one that pays for everything, but he lacks true friendships and sincerity in his friendships. And I think that's, I don't know. I'd like to learn from every type of friend that I have. And, and I think that that's so crazy because you, you point that out, but it's like, that's so true because like when I've had money and when I haven't had money, there are people that will show up because you only have money. Absolutely. And then, so when you hit them up, when you don't have money, it's, it's, it's so crazy because you go, or, or they'll invite you out and be like, Hey, I'm going to go to such and such. And, um, and you go, Hey, you know what? I, I can't even pay for one drink right now because there's two types of people after I that. Have, oh, Absolutely. But then there's me and you, yeah. right? And I go, dude, that doesn't fucking matter because I invited. That means I'm paying. Right. And yet there friend are, A yes. will be like, oh, and okay. then go. Well, maybe next time. Yeah. Die. yeah. And that's, and that's kind of like, and then they leave and you watch them leave or whatever. Because they wanted like, a fun time. They didn't want some, they didn't want you. They wanted somebody. They didn't want. Because the if they wanted you, they didn't want the financial obligation of having to have you as a friend. See, I disagree. I think it's if you wanted me around, you would just want to invite me and pay for me or what what have you. Or if you just wanted somebody around, you're just gonna hit up the next person. Right? That's very true. So it's not so much the financial burden, it's they genuinely didn't want me around, they just wanted somebody around. And now that I come with oh, now I don't have money. Now it's like, oh, well, I'll just look for the next person because they do. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it had nothing to do with you. It had to do with just needing somebody. And it's, I think that's totally different. I have to I have to agree with that, yeah. Because I would pay for you any day, all day. It could be my last $2. And you fucking have. Because I want you around, and not just thing. a girl and not just a friend. I want you, you. specifically. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like, oh, let me go hit up my next friend who has money. No. God, so or I would stay in with and you. hang out with you if I didn't want to pay. I mean, because I wanted to hang out with you. I think that is a million, it's a million tellings. Um, sorry, I'm going through this list. Uh, and then the we so, never stick to the list. Um, <laughs> there's there's two more here, but it says um they put themselves front and center, um, or they try to change you. And that's um oh I've the, heard this one from the, you a couple times. Put the what do you mean? From friend B. You talk about it a lot. Explain. So 
being front and center. They want to always make themselves look the best. Oh God. They like to maybe not down you, but they don't, they definitely don't uplift you. They know you feel smaller and less seen and insecure. And in a weird way, they feed on it without being passive aggressive. They just, you know that you vented to that person about it. And they fully are aware of how you feel in these situations. And yet it continues. And nothing ever changes. But see, like, also, I, I think that I've gotten to the point because this is definitely something that I've gone through my whole life. And you know this because I'm trying yes. to get out of this person's shadow. And, and you, Absolutely. Know, you know this. Um, is that I've gotten to the point where I accept it. Like, I understand it. From you know a different I mean? point of, from her right, point of view. Right, absolutely. So it's kind of like, I get it. Like, I'm here to be. But does that man. make that a toxic friendship or a. Dude, that's fucking family. Fair. Fair. That's like, I'm Got not going to get rid of it. You know I, what I mean? And I don't and, ever. And, and, I, and push I don't you want to. to at the same time, just because it is family. You're just aware of it. Yeah. And and, and, and I know it and I have accepted it and I have. And it's it, up to you to either change it, keep, it, keep that person in your I life. I said, I'm getting away from that shadow. I you get know what that. I mean? And so whether it's the Fair. Instagram or it's the influences or it's the fucking podcast or whatever, you know, like, like in, in a weird way, yes, this person, when we are out together, the attention is focused all on her. And you're okay with it. And I'm fine with right, it. Right. Because, because you know you're you now. No, at like the same you. time, when I go out, I'm not out looking for dick. I'm not Good. looking for genuine oh. friendships and people and, and interactions. Which is how I met you. Which right. is how I met you. you I know. know what I mean? So, oh, like, I have goosebumps. Like you do. That's I totally do. Because <laughs> I like thrive on meeting great people. Like right. genuine friendships and good people and good interactions, whether I talk to you or not. And I feel like you're very much the same. And, and it's just, it's, I've accepted who she is and how she is. And then I've also accepted who I am and how I am. Yeah. And so my meeting you, yes. my confidence level has gotten you know, you fucking, you're going to make me cry, <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I've even with her, she'll be like, Oh, you look hot. And then moves on. You know yes. what I mean? But you, you literally take your time and you focus and you're like, you push, you literally like push my titties together and you're like, you look fucking good. You know what I mean? I think all friends should uplift you though. I or think that's a huge part of friendships. When bad shit happens, you're just like, dude, focus. Yeah. You know? Like look or, at the bigger picture. Right. Or we get too fucked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Athens, right? Which is, which is more often than not, honestly. <laughs> but you, you literally make me focus yeah look into your eyes kind of took you that she's making me so uncomfortable i'm so bad at eye contact you you do it every time though sarah and 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 i really i have to thank you because i have never had someone actually make me focus and realize like dude i'm the fucking shit like because you are but and that's the thing too is that like you said like one time you told me you were like why is your confidence level not up and i'm like dude because when we hang out I'm, I'm not focused on everyone else. I'm focused on me and you and having a good time. Right. You know, I'm not focused on attracting someone. I'm not focused on bringing someone home. I'm not focused on. We're just having that. fun. It's just me and you, yeah. you know, and, and I'm not. Yeah, you are a very like present f- friend as well. So it makes it easy to be a present friend. Yeah. There, I mean, truly it's very like, I guess refreshing because I've had a lot of friendships. I have a lot of good friends. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there are a lot of friends that, um, I mean, I'm a partier. Let's, I'm, I do. I like. I enjoy going out. Like I enjoy, I just, 
I don't get trashed when I go out. Like every, I just don't. And so I'm a very present person and I've worked really hard in my life to be that way. And so I don't get mad at people not for not being that way, but I definitely tend to like click the most with people that are also present. And I think it has a huge impact on friendships, relationships, family, ships, all of it. I think it's very important to be present and uplifting and make those people know how much you love them and appreciate them. Not only that, but it's when they'll bring up something that they've either forgot because they were too drunk to remember or whatever. But when someone can bring something up that they talked about, that they talked to you about while they were intoxicated or under the influence or whatever. And you're like, yeah, you told me about that. And they kind of look at you like, oh shit, you were listening. Right. You know what I mean? Or when you you do it all the time to me. I love it. When you're like, you told me this one time, you're just about to say like that. And then you trailed off. And I'm like, you're a drunky band. No, but like, I love, (laughs) I love people that take the things that I mean in because I mean them. Yeah. And so when people take them in, it's so, it's amazing because I'm just like, wow, you actually not only were listening, but like you felt some positive something from what I said. Or And, and sometimes not even that, but um, it's, it's, you were talking to me about something genuine that was bothering you. Right. And so I, I logged it in because I was like, Hey, this is, I know this is going to come up again. And I need to be ready for it. You know right. what I mean? Right. And 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 it's, it's being also aware. yeah, absolutely. It's it's absolutely being aware, self-aware, aware of your surroundings, aware of the people and their feelings, you know, about about things that are going on. Um and uh and um, you know, it and and whether this is gonna come up again or not, it's it's you said something because you are important to me, right. but you said something that is important to you. Yes which becomes important to me. Right. You know, to the, to a non-toxic friend. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, this is definitely not something that I'm going to go off and I'm going to take to Whitehall and be like, Hey, Sarah. It's cool. Y'all you won't hear about Whitehall from me. I got banned. Uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just have to say, (laughs) but still at the same time, it's not like I'm going to go and I'm going to (laughs) see, Ex bartender there and yeah. be like, "Yo, fucking Sarah told me some shit." Yeah, it, it, right. it's definitely not that. It, it, it's definitely um, this is bothering my friend. But don't um, you freaking hate when friends do that, though? What? When they go and they're like, "Oh, I heard," and they go to that person. It's a pot stir. It's an instigation stir. I, I can't stand it. I think it's my number one reason why I cut friends off. It's it's definitely a. Um, Ooh, I have gossip or, Ooh, I got the tea or, see, ooh. and I've never, I, okay. So I had a lot of that in high school. And I think all of us have, let's be real. Um, but never in my life as, as an adult in my twenties until I actually started going to Whitehall, um, or just that area and been around just a whole different group of people that I grew up with and not even just grew up with, but like surrounded myself with in my teens and my, in my early twenties um, was the one comment. And it throws me off every single time. It's when someone confides in me and they say, Hey, by the way, what I told you earlier, can you not tell anybody? Or, hey, can we keep this between you and I? That comment. It drives me crazy because I honestly haven't heard that comment because it's like in my head, you don't, that goes with that, 
without being said. Like you don't even, when someone has to tell me that, it blows my mind because I'm just like, if you weren't in the conversation when it was being said, then it's never going to be told to anybody else. I thought that was just like something that I just thought everybody knew. And when I started hanging out with different people, this, let's just say group X, I was mind blown at how many people said the exact same thing. It was like, oh, do you mind not saying da 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 to whoever? Or do you mind not mentioning this? Or can we keep this between us? And I was just like, well, duh. Like, of course, duh. You don't have to tell me that. And it kind of showed me like a whole way of like friendships. Like there are people that you have to say that to. And I just, it, it truly blows my mind. It really does. Right. Um, and that, and that's, that's mostly become because, uh, you, you and I have been in certain situations where we've hung out with the same exact people, um, on different nights, not together and different situations happen and different, um, personalities yes. show up. Yes. I don't know how to, how else to put it other than different personalities. I agree because because there there is different personalities within the same person within the same person, and that and that's you you meet person A, and then person A slightly turns into person A plus, and then A minus, and then A or or A, and then A minus, and then they go into definitely person S. Yes, you know, um, and and and, and I'm just putting that in grades because I'm in school right now. And but, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a honeymoon phase of a relationship. Yeah. You meet this person and it's great and it's all fun. And they kind of you this is one thing you told me. You said you never from the get-go tell somebody your your um, expectations in a relationship because then they know exactly what to tell you. I kind of feel that happens with friends too. So this friend sounds ideal, they sound perfect, they sound great. Um, and then their true colors start coming out when they feel comfortable and they start being themselves. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to reiterate on yeah, that. Yeah, please do. So, uh, and, and I was mostly talking about a relationship here is, uh, say I meet someone online, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I say, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for fucking Prince Charming. I want someone funny. I want someone with an open mind. I want someone with, uh, non-jealous or what the fuck ever. So then I start dating this person. And at first they are literally everything exactly that I asked for. Yep. And then I say, I take that person to fucking Whitehall and <laughs> person X, who we all know comes and sits beside me and they're like, Hey, and then they hug me and then they're, Oh my God. And then they're doing the thing. Um, and they're doing their flirty little, whatever, you know, which, which they aren't even flirting, honestly. You know, and say the person I'm with sees this and they go, what is the mother fuck? Right. So they're going to do one of two things. At the very beginning of the relationship, they're going to laugh it off uh, at the at the Wait, person X, by the way, let's let's define is a guy. We have to do is that. a dude. Yeah. So let's say your friend that you are just now becoming friends with. Mm -hmm. is what we're saying um, is trying to be the cool friend, mm -hmm. the friend that's understanding the friend that has no expectations. Right. You just met them. They seem, you know, the honeymoon phase. You're in the mm -hmm. honeymoon phase with this yeah. friend. And there is an attractive friend X, right, mm -hmm. who 
do, is doing the thing, flirting, and this is friend X is, is a guy. Um, and, and this is just his regular shit. You know, this is who he is. This is, he is like this with every fucking body. There is no, he's not hiding himself. He's being himself. 100% honest. Yeah. 100% honest, 100% himself. And yet the person that I take with me, who I am trying to date, right? right. Let's just say I'm trying to date this person. Um, at first they try to laugh it off, but then three months into the relationship or what have you, friend X is still being that person. Yeah. Flirty, whatever. Right. But up front and honest and not yeah, hiding absolutely. Anything. And then the person that I'm with goes, why do you always have to fucking flirt with them? Why do you yeah. always have to fucking do? There it is. They're already starting to show their true colors. Yep. That, and, and, and so this is why, why I say it. If you go into a relationship or you start dating with someone and you have absolutely or no, ex- yeah. yeah. And you have absolutely no expectations. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little drunk. Um, <laughs> or you, um, she did a makeup tutorial drop. By the way, makeup looks great. So thank you so much. <laughs> but you have no expectations of this person, and you, and hopefully they have no expectations of you. And, and and this is why we get so hurt in future relationships is because we go into a relationship and we have all these expectations, and then they don't work out because they hid who they really were. Yes. Because they were trying to be that person that fit into your little. This is the perfect the check marks. List. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, they, they, it starts to change. But see, I think that's, it's overlooked for friendships. I think we all expect that with a relationship relation, like dating relationship, but like it goes very unnoticed when it's a friendship. And I just recently figured this one out. It goes very unnoticed in a friendship because we are willing to overlook these person's flaws. Because we didn't have so many expectations. Because we're not dating this motherfucker. Right. We're not trying to have them as our lifelong partner who we may have children with. Or right. Or may not have children with. Or we're going to end up splitting rent with or a mortgage with or what have you. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. But, you know... It, I just, yeah, no, I, I get that's a hundred percent. And I think when you do start having those serious things, like moving in with a friend or, um, just from an experience, I click, I don't click with many girls and I clicked with this girl and, um, still to this, I mean, she is a good friend to an extent. Um, but there were things that I think I was blinded about. And I set my expectations out there as far as, you know, I have OCD really bad. And I'm very, very, very clean as far it. as. No, it's like. No, no. But your, it's habits, your habits have actually started to like. Rub off on you. Yeah, they rub I, off on I people. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but some people don't feel um, the same comfortable yeah. with it. And I get that. And I'm very upfront of how I'm going to be and who I am. And, you know, I like things my way. And I and I know that. And I, I make that very clear. And. Um, I still understand that people feel uncomfortable by it. And this person actually became my roommate. Um, I think things just changed a lot and it's not so much that they changed because we became roommates, but I think not being able to get away from me and how I am all the time, 24 seven, it being not just like someone you hang out with, but like you're where you live and where you eat and where you sleep and all of it, I think it makes people feel like they have to be perfect around me because I, I like things clean and in their spot and it comes off like I expect people to be perfect. And I think that it sounds great and all, 
on like when I'm speaking to you about being all of that, but when you have to live with it all day, every day, you start feeling like you have to live to an expectation. And I, and I'm very self-aware of that. Um, but I think that, that she maybe felt and told me different. So I don't expect anything of anybody, right? I don't have expectations of my friends except to be a good friend to me. And to be honest, that's it. I always want honesty, whether it hurts my feelings or not. I can't get mad at honesty. I will always forgive honesty because I'm the most blunt person ever. But I don't forgive people who hide things from me, who become petty, become petty. Um, and petty is kind of a harsh word. And I don't even want to say petty. I think it's more like a resentment that came back to me. So after living with me, I do feel like the, this girl felt very uncomfortable in her home. As in, she felt like she had to be perfect. And I get that. But I do and always will go out of my way for my friends. If my friends are struggling with money, if my friends are struggling with their family, if friends are struggling with other friends or relationships, I'm going to be that person that does anything and everything I can to relieve you of that um, in any way possible. I just, I feel like it's very overlooked and I, where I start getting mean and, and, and I would say not vicious, but also petty is when it's overlooked and the small things are looked at when I'm attacked about small things. Or you feel, um, what's the word that I was just, I was literally just had on to put my tongue, but, um, when they victimize themselves, not just that, but it's, it's when they, when they don't have disrespect, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Sorry. But, but when they disrespect, like it's literally the smallest things. Like I come in and yes, I come in with a full ass backpack Yeah. and yes, I will lay everything fucking out on your counter. And I'm going to clean up as you go and you know it, but I'm also, <laughs> gonna, but I'm also going to clean up after myself as you go as well. You right. know what I mean? Because like, so I literally just split out, you guys. I did a drunk makeup tutorial on Instagram. I was cleaning up the whole time. But <laughs> I also put everything back in my shit. Yeah. I also – and I even told you, I'm like, please don't fucking wrinkle up my shit because – Because you have to reuse it. Exactly. Right. And I was OCD about that, yeah. you know? And so you respected it. Absolutely. Just like I know that when we're done here, I will help you clean up all of this. And even like the other night when you got sick. Yeah. I help clean up. Absolutely. Which, by the way, I appreciate that. I yeah, absolutely. Tell you that. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I but did notice it, though. So thank also, you. Also, what do I do? Like, my backpack is in one corner. Not all of my shit is split. You know, like. But see, my other thing is, is, like, you also know me. And even though you just cleaned up, like, I might still clean up after you again. And that doesn't bother me. Right. Because, because you just it not, has to be you. Right. It's right. just, like, I'm not saying what you did wasn't good enough. I'm just saying, like, in my head, if it bothers me. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to bitch at you about it. I'm not going to make you do it. I will do it myself. I'm about to tell you something that's going to make you fall in love with a dude that you're. Maybe let's seeing. do it. Okay. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Okay. So my, my uh, <laughs> mascara was dry, right? Yeah. And so have you ladies, if you do not know, if you pour three to four drops of either contact solution yes. or visine into your mascara, it will shit, it, shit will go live all over again. If you don't have any of that, if you're really like me and you literally are out of, out of, out of everything, run your mascara one really quickly under the faucet and then you're good. Yeah. As long as so, it's not waterproof. <laughs> I asked him, I said, Hey, 
do you have either contact solution or eye drops? And he said, yeah. He pulled out a fucking travel bag of yes. his manly shit. Yes. And I laughed and I said, dude, don't you love that Sarah has OCD? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone low-key loves that, I swear. And he said, he was like, dude, I literally fucking love it. I know. He's like, she's rubbing off on me even more. Everybody he says that, though. He goes, he goes, I have it, but not as bad as her. But now she's rubbing off on me. Yeah. And I went, you guys oh. are amazing. And then I oh my God. dripped my shit in my thing. Yeah. Because he waited for and me. And he put it, it back in his and bag. And he put it fucking back. back. <laughs> and then Fuck. put the bag back where it's supposed to go. Exactly. I know. I know. Uh, dude, I... I love this dude for you. Like, I know. I think, he's so oh good. God, that's your, your, he just like doesn't friend. bitch to me about anything. Like he just knows how I am. And I do not lie when I say I will never bitch to anybody about things I don't like because I know I'm crazy. I'll do it myself, but you can't feel uncomfortable about it. Yeah. And I make that very clear in all my relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, family, all of it. I'm like, I will clean up your cleanup. Like you're going to clean and I'm going to clean again. Yeah. I'm not downplaying your clean. And, and I don't literally. So when I was married, my ex-husband was, was brought up by extremely strict parents. Yeah. And it wasn't that he was OCD. It was, was that OCD. if it did not happen the way that his parents liked it, like yes. it was in his brain. You that's know what I mean? Low key. So I would legit clean and he would detail. And that's what I call it. Detailing. Oh my God. I love I that. It, I call it detailing. I would, he would detail. Oh he would detail. He would detail. You but did like the big clean and yeah. then it's like he's going to detail clean, which is like perfected. Oh, absolutely. And then oh, I would I legit it. go back behind him and detail clean because the one thing that I can't stand is like, okay, so say someone closes the door, right? And after closing the door a couple of weeks in a row, right? Yeah. There's smudges on the fucking door. Door. The wall. Girl, they're talking to me. Of course, I, I just bleached my wall. I don't. I bleach my fucking wall. I literally bleach this wall right here. I bleach my walls. The wall I'm pointing at is the one underneath the, like, when you're sitting on bar stools at your counter or your table and people's feet hit the wall. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's, like, black marks. I freaking bleach the wall. Or they close the door with their foot. That's oh, like, I close my, yep, yep, my after, dishwasher. After a while. It starts showing after up. After a while. <laughs> All right. All right, we're moving We're on. clean we're moving on. We're basically. On. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we're moving on. Yes. To the victim mindset. Yes. And here I have to talk about my friend that I'm going through issues with. Uh, which, you know, you um, <clears throat> thank God he doesn't listen to the podcast. He doesn't listen to anything to better himself for the life of him. But or um, or maybe not better him. Look at me. It's very much. This is your podcast. Like I listen to it because I care about you. That's true. It is something that you have a passion for. And I think it's very important. Just a heads up that you, the people are listening to you that are friends with you. Yeah. That's just showing support. Oh, me. actually a friend of mine sent me. So this tweet that I sent out, sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh my fucking God. Months ago mm -hmm. has been starting to surface all over Instagram and Facebook and Every time that it is on a new Facebook page or an Instagram page or whatever, whoever it is sends it to me and they're like, hey, I just want you to know you popped up on my shit. Yeah. You're fucking becoming viral. And I go, oh, shit. Fucking thank you. you. Are, yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. By the way, I, yeah, I do have to side note again. Um, the first podcast I did with her, she I asked her how many people listened to it. And she said uh, – or the, fir what, the first episode I was on of her podcast – she told me seven to 10. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
I'm thinking like seven to 10 people. Yeah. Two seconds before I went on the last uh, episode or a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah, I found it was like mm, a couple thousand people. So just wanted to side note that really quick. Um, I was absolutely mortified slash wasted because I was terrified to be on this podcast or to be on these episodes. But you of did podcast. so good. I promise you, you did so fucking good. I don't I listen you. to my to my episodes because I, I hate my no, voice. I, I literally, I, I had so many women hit me up and be like, hey, I honestly, I wish I had friends like you guys because nobody tells it like it is. Everyone tells you what you want to hear. That's why we're best friends. Not what you That's literally why we're best yeah, friends. Seriously, because. No filter. Exactly. Um, Sorry, but back to your friend. Yes. Yes. So the victim mindset. Um, so I have this male friend that uh, I met a couple of weeks ago. And at first, everything was fucking cool. Right. He, this dude was hilarious. Whatever. Yeah, honeymoon phase. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it turns out and, and he told me from the beginning, hey, I have a anger management. I have uh, anger management. I'm going to classes for it, whatever. And I said, oh, that's fucking great, dude. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm proud of you for taking care yeah. of your mental health, you know, because that is literally super fucking important. Like he, he told me all about his classes, about how it's literally like a support group, you know. And he started taking these out of uh, because he realized he needed them, not because he was sentenced to them or it's community service or whatever. You know what I mean? It's because he genuinely needs them and he realized, hey, I need I'm help. Sorry, I think I missed this part. I was honestly reading a text message to tell me what you just said. Uh, so our friend, um, I'm going to call him. Hey, uh, yes. Tyrone. Okay. Um. What was he taking though? What'd you say? In your management classes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just yeah. missed that one part. Okay. So, and, and pretty much, like I said, he pretty much just said, uh, cause he wanted to. He yeah. Wanted to he get was back. like, yeah. Hey, I really, um, want to get it under control. Yeah. Got he it. was like, it's, it's really bad. And, um, it's, it's hereditary, you know, uh, right. apparently like he gets it from his dad. His dad gets it from his dad. And it's how you're raised a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Your um, brain's around anger. It's going to be anger. Oh, I mean, there just is like, I'm, I'm a, hello. Hi. Yeah. I mean, it is just a part of how you talk to people, how you are and how do you react? Oh, and also in how you learn how to control it. Absolutely. And if he, you're never taught to, then you don't need to. Yeah. Exactly. He never yeah. learned how to control it. Right. Anyway. So I told him, Hey, I'm so happy, you know, and, and I, and I kept, I kept helping him and helping him and helping him. And he would cry me or he would call me and he would be crying at all hours of the night. Um, he had just broken up with his girlfriend. He was asking me, you know, like, hey, I literally just got rid of all the friends that I was hanging out with because of their mutual friends. And I don't want any of them. Yeah. You know, he said, I'm trying to get away from that because literally all they do, they spend their life drunk. And I'm like, bro, I'm literally like not. Yeah, but it's not, anger isn't a trigger, that. right? No, so absolutely it's like not. It's when something. I drink, I feel like I get funnier. I don't, <laughs> I don't get mad. Sometimes I cry a little and you're like, hey. Yeah, so. Sometimes Shut I cry a little. Yeah. But I'm like, girl, you're come fine. on. Yeah, you're like, Sarah's always like, dude, you're fine. I'm, I'm like, like, what are you crying about? And I'm like, no, it's, I don't know. But like, wait, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm like, yeah, I not forgot. big, not a big deal. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Or it's like, you see me where I'm, I'm like, just like, I'm girl. about to. I know, and I'm like, you're like, I'm like, don't up. fucking and like, cry. Okay, bet. <laughs> Mostly because I can't deal with criers and partly because I know Ruby would never cry in the situation. Oh, the dumbest fucking shit. I'm not like being an insensitive friend, I can promise you. 
She just like legitimately, <laughs> I swear, just wants to cry sometimes. Sometimes. About nothing. And, and I'm really, I swear I'm not downplaying it. She really just sometimes likes to cry. Yeah. And that's Because she thinks she should. But, and that's the thing too, is that like, <laughs> I know like if I cry it out, I'm going to be literally give me two to three to five minutes and I'm going to be fucking Sometimes this bitch actually needs to cry though. Yeah. And I won't. Tell I her to shut the fuck shit. up. Yeah. But, but when I, when you see me and like when I'm sober and I'm like going through that shit. And That's I'm like, totally hey, different story. I just, I need a vent. Totally different. You give me the five minutes I need and then. I'll give you fucking five hours. I don't care. Back to the fucking bad bitches that we are. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> this Tyrone, this friend of mine, um, owes me money. Yes. And you know, he owes me money. Yes. And it's, it's kind of to the point where. This dude knows I'm a single mom. This dude has met my kids, you know. Uh, this dude calls me at every fucking hour of the night. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't know if I had a burp or throw up. Oh, anyway, God. Oof. I won't do either, either one. You know, I'll and kick I this didn't. bitch out. I'm just kidding. I won't. She fucking won't. I won't. I have my mop ready. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kidding. So Tyrone has... I mean, everybody knows Ruby is a, is a fantastic mom and she shuts herself as much as she possibly can. Dude, I, it's not a, it's, but it's not a secret. Like if you have had a conversation with Ruby for two seconds, you know that all she's trying to do is get by, be a good person for the people she cares about and give her kids everything that they want. So if you don't know that, then you haven't listened to her for two seconds. I mean, truly. So it's not something that he's unaware of. And that, that's like, so here comes, let's say, um, the weekend of the 1st of December comes by and I yeah. said, hey. Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming up. You know, like he knows all of my troubles, right? right? Second week of Christmas comes up and he goes, hey, I'm about to buy a car. Like, And, and I know his story. Right. Uh lost uh got into a horrible car accident ended up losing his job because of it ended up having to find a new job because of it ended up losing his place ended up having to move into his parents place okay um, struggles yeah yeah absolutely all the struggles but those are my concern those the, those are not my fault right right you so, gave him money to help him out not only that but then he said hey if you help me with this i will pay you with that you know yes. what i mean yes and so it became a okay a leverage you know? Right. It, um, yes. And so our friendship did not was not based on money. Our friendship was literally based on, hey, I need help and I need to get better. And I said, let's lean on each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Or you can lean on me and I will help give you, you by. guidance. Yeah. Yeah. The guidance thing, I feel, was more of it because I know who I am. I know where I am and I know where I'm going. Right. Yes. But if and you, you need help getting there, I will help you get there. You know what I mean? So, which, by the way, I do think is a big thing in friendships where it gets very cloudy is the money thing. That. Which is why everyone says don't live with your best friend. Oof. Right? Because money. Right. I, do, I just don't think they go together. Mm -hmm. I don't think that money and friendships work. That's a huge thing. Because yeah. it impacts your life, not just oh like, God. not just your friendship life. It impacts your actual full-blown every part of your life. And I think that's where people can cut a friend and keep a friend. And I think money has a huge part to do with that. Oh my God, like the biggest dick you've ever seen. Right? Dead oh ass serious stuff. It yeah. totally is. So back to Tyrone. Yes. Uh, so once again, two weeks before Christmas, and yeah. I go, hey, um, 
do you have my money? Yeah. I, I go and I pick him up before work because I'm literally driving him like 45 minutes away. And, and I don't even live close to him. I live like right. a good 25 minutes away. And so I, I make sure to be on there on time. And, you know, anyway, so he goes the first night he goes and he's like, oh, I'm so frustrated because I can't even pay you right now because of the thing that happened, Sarah, that you yeah, know about. I know. His money was stolen from him. It was a really bad situation. Sarah and I try to help him. Um, he was too drunk for his own fucking good to even know what the fuck happened. His story kept changing over and over and over again. So Sarah and I both looked at each other and we were like, yo, that's. But that kind of goes to my point. Like that's weird. You're very, you're um, a men's mental health advocate. And when he's confiding in you about, um, you know, his struggles and things, I also feel like sometimes that you try to fix it when it starts going towards that way, as do I. If someone's complaining that they don't have money or confiding in me that that's one of their biggest struggles, that's where we like to help. And I think that's where now leaning on and guidance becomes cloudy. And that's and I think that's where it puts us both into the situation we're in. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. Though. Like, really, God fuck it. Like, not even God help it, just God fuck it. Because, But it's true. Like, if you think about it, it's like he was leaning on you and it was a good friendship and it was a good relationship when he was asking for your advice. The second it became... Financially. Financially, or he owed you something in that aspect, it does become... Kind of like an unforgivable because it's like now I need now I need to help myself and my family, and that's I think that that's where you and I come in as well because you and I we pay each other back literally like but I think there's the no payback for us and, I think that too that that's where we're very like I'm giving it to you not to get paid back or you bought this for me and I'm gonna get on. you back I, at some point like exactly. I you're like the first person I actually don't keep a tally with it. I'm going to be honest, other people that have spent money on me, I do feel like I owe them. And I know you feel that way too. Or at some point it's going to be brought back up and thrown in their face. It's one thing with you that I've just never worried about. And it's not because I know you're going to pay me back. It's because I know that you appreciate it. You noticed it. And you're very aware of the help that I've given you and same vice versa. And I'm grateful. Right. And same. And I think that's where it goes different is the second that we start feeling like it's not appreciated or it's overlooked or it's not seen. That's where we feel disrespected. I think, I, and actually it's so crazy. Cause like, I remember the first time I invited you out and you were like, I don't have money. And I went, Dude, I invited. I got you. And then I said that you like you, you weeks later. Weeks no, no, no. Later. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You literally like you. It was almost like hesitant for you because you you got so quiet. You got quiet for like a good ten seconds. People don't do that for me. You got quiet for a good ten seconds. Yeah, and then you went. Um, that because that is how I was raised. Right. You there. said, um. I know. I was like, um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, like you were I so unsure of it. Like you were. Just not used to it. And I was like, because dude, I got you. That is how I was raised. My mom always, my mom always told me that it was, if you invite someone somewhere, if you invite them out to dinner, if you invite them to your birthday party, if you invite them to anything, like be ready to like give them, like to, to supply them as in 
you're feeding that person that com- comes over. You're, you know, you invited all these kids to your birthday party. They didn't come with money to pay for your birthday party. Yeah. Like you supplied the cake, you supplied the pizza and you supplied the, whatever y'all were doing. Yeah. And that's how I was raised. And I've always thought that way. I just haven't ever in my grown years come across someone that thought the same way. And so without a doubt, if I say, let's go out and you say, you don't have money, not a second in my head will I say, okay, then never mind. Yeah. Like when I invited you, I was full and willing to pay for you, to take you, to pick you up, to drop you off, all of it. That's literally what I said. Right. And I it, got took, you. it literally shocked me because it's so rare. We're going to be crying by the end of the I know, episode. right? Like we're like, <laughs> oh my God. No, but for real though. So, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back. Yeah, no, please do. Keep going. No, no, no. I keep distracting. No, you're fine. Wait. Okay. So then with Tyrone, right. Um, two weeks ago, I ended up asking him and I said, Hey, can you pay me anything? Like anything. At least least $20 of what you owe me. Yeah. Um, because he owes me quite a bit. And he was like, no, I don't even have cash. So here's my thing, you guys. It is 2020. If you have a smartphone, if you have a debit card, there is no reason for you to not have PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, Zelle. There is no fucking reason. By the way, you should get them all because if you're like me, you lost your card two days in a row. Everyone has. Jesus Christ. I know mine's still at the bar, by the way. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. Which which we also use as a cop out to go pick it up. No. Wait, okay, you said yes, and he didn't have cash. And he didn't have cash. And then so, um, and I said, okay, well then, uh, don't worry about it for for this week. This week. Um, it is now two days before Christmas, and he is still texting me. He is telling me, he's, he's still reaching out to me about his personal life, and uh, currently don't have the same energy as I used to, to... Um, Time to cut the beach off that and we're about to get to that (laughs) so i I already told you about tyrone and how um you know and 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 i told you like i feel like he he plays the victim mindset um a little too well as in he pretends to be upset about not being able to pay back or you know because of his certain circumstances or what have you right which and I've even told him, I'm like, hey, as long as you try to make payments, you know what as I mean? As long as you make an effort. Because that, the, the effort thing shows a lot, you know? Even right. at the end of the day, like, even, even if he only, only paid me, like, 75%, 50%. Even if you paid me a guy named $3, I don't that, care. That, like. But you're trying. At the end of the day, I would probably end up being like, hey, you know what? You really try to stick to what it was that you were trying to do. Right. The don't effort. E- don't it's even, all about the effort. Don't even worry about the rest of it. Like, like I'm good. I got me. I, I'm fine. I got it. You know? Right. Like, honestly. As and, long as you show that you're like, you care. Exactly. You try. And that, try. that is exactly the same thing try. as my situation with the girl. Yeah. It's like, so you know what I mean? It's like, don't show up at purchasing like all these items or like going shopping or these unnecessary extras when I help you or when I've been doing my best to be a good friend and, and, and myself as her friend as well, because right. And I've seen it firsthand. And then to just, and honestly, like keep it to yourself if you're doing all these things, because let's be real. When you say you can't pay somebody back, you've allotted some amount of money to get you by. Right. 
when, when you're going to be paid at some time, you've allotted yourself enough to get by without having to ask for more money. But you have to allot that amount of paying somebody back too because they're your friend and you know that they put themselves out there. So I totally get that. So um, I'm, I'm going to talk about my friend James really fast and, and his the different mindset that he victims. Uh, James, I'm going to just go ahead and call him James. Okay. He also had a different type of victim mindset. Um, so our friendship started out very platonically um, via social media. And I never met this man. I never, you know, we exchanged phone numbers and um, it, it came to, um, he, he started saying some weird shit like, oh, well, I'll probably never be your, your Prince Charming or what have you. And I was like, dude, because every guy doesn't need more friends at this age. No, at, at, honestly, I was like, I don't need a Prince Charming. Like, I'm good. I got me, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't need that shit. But he may have wanted to be that though. Uh, well, if he did, he did a really shitty job of it. But maybe that's because it maybe my own my own standards. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so one day we're talking, and he starts talking about religion, which you know, religion and politics make me extremely uncomfortable. Me too. I do not fucking talk about me them. Me too. I do not talk about them. I agree. And he kept bringing up. He wasn't listening. A religion. Yeah. And I said, hey, that's cool that you're into that, but I'm really not into it. I am not about it. Please stop talking about it. About the religion. Oh, the religion he was talking about. Yeah, the religion he was talking about. And I said, please stop talking about it. Like, I'm not into it. You don't want to make comments on it. You just want to be done. I have a whole screenshot recording of him talking about it. Like, 17 messages nonstop. And I said, hey, like, I kept my comments as LOL, haha. You can't be sure without making a viewpoint on it. Yeah, because I was just like, you know what? Okay, so if this is what this guy is going to talk about, I'm going to let him talk about it, but I'm going to let him talk about it to himself. Right. Like, you didn't want to have an opinion on it. No. Right. And also, like, I didn't want to look like an asshole. You know what I mean? Because I have my own. I have my own beliefs. I have my own belief system. Right. It's just like respect that they're going to clash. Right. And I'm. You're avoiding the situation. Exactly. Yeah. Like the way my religion would. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair. Anyway, so um, he kept going. Yeah. A couple of days later, same fucking thing. Yeah. And then he started complaining about why he wasn't getting getting any dates, about why he wasn't able to pull the women he was pulling. And then I said, well, let me take a look at your profile. So I went back, um, took a look at his profile. Dude had fucking like spaghetti. Like he had a picture where there was spaghetti sauce on his lips, and he. But looked, these out. Some girls are into that shit. No, he looked like a total. I don't know how to say it without sounding rude. Don't do it. Okay. So. Open mind. He looked. Stupid. Not as very presentable. Right. Okay. That, right. That's that's the way that I can say it. Make your point. Hmm? Make your point. Um. He just ended up kind of really looking stupid. Okay. And so I told him, I'm like, hey, get a haircut. Do this to yourself. You're like, I just want to help you. Yeah. You're wondering why I'm telling you why. Yeah. Yeah. Clean up your look, whatever. Right. And he got so offended by it that he said this to me. He said, "Um, have fun being a nobody. Your kids are going to suffer with you being their mother. And it fucking 
took me back to being fucking married. And I said, who are you? Yeah, see, those are friends you don't need in your life. Exactly. Like, so I blocked him from, you know, my social media and from my phone. He ended up calling me from another fucking phone number. And he goes, hey, why did you block me? And I said, and then he like went off on me. And I'm like, dude, did you literally call me from another number just to tell me, you know, that yeah, I'm some not people need to the same outlet. thing, like literally fucking verbatim? Like, no, I'm not. This is not what I'm here for. You know what right. I mean? You asked my opinion. I told you my opinion. You got offended by it. I don't know how else to fucking help you. So what would you it, call it? It's, would it's you a call moot that, like, point. A point. Just like a it's done. Toxic it's person? Done in, oh, absolutely. Because yeah. he wanted to hear the things he wanted to hear. He right. did not hear what he needed to hear. Oh, you know what I, mean? I like that like, point right there. And so she heard what they they wanted to hear what they wanted, wanted to, to hear. Yeah. And only that. And if it wasn't that exactly. Then it I was wasn't okay. Up, and I was a fucked up person. Um, which, Not being self-aware. Oh, absolutely. Which yeah. as, as a woman, if I were going through his shit and I saw him, I would have swiped left. Oh, see, I think it's bigger than that, though. I don't even think it's this woman. I think that's him. I, I bet he didn't have close friendships. I bet he didn't have, a, obviously, a relationship. He doesn't, because he said it. But, like, you have to look at that as, like, a person who's looking for something. And, and I, to go back to our toxic friends and all of that, I think a lot of people look for that in friends. They look for what they want to hear from friends because it makes it okay to them until they don't hear it, you know? So next we're pretty much going to talk about how to leave them. Um, how to leave I, your I kinda, friends? In a weird way, it's Ooh. like, does it leave a hole in you to no longer have them in your life? Because Certain people, yes. Although we're happy they no longer have that same position in our lives, like, does it leave a hole? Yes. Some some people have and some people haven't. And, and, I, and I absolutely fucking agree that it does. Because, but I think like, about if, if they've been a good friend or not. I, I also think about like how long this person's been in my life. Yes. Like, is this person has been in my life for the last twenty years or so? And how they've of impacted course, it. Of course, right. of course, you know. Um, but toxic friends, you guys, can make you feel lonely and isolated. So 100%. your stress increases. You don't feel supported. Your self confidence and your self esteem plummet. Um, you blame yourself for their behavior, even though they're their own person. You guys, you are not like, in charge of them. I've straight up like lost like boyfriends over friends. Yeah, and, like, absolutely relationships other friendships that because i know that you've chosen someone over i have your own happiness absolutely because at the end of the day your friends t to me personally are like that's your family um so you know um your toxic friends can also you know you feel off or off about off balance when you're around them um and they can also sometimes make your other relationships suffer whether it be with your boyfriend or, or with your family, family or with your other friends even, you know? Um, so what you can do is you can talk to them. Um, you may want to offer a second chance, but some people can change sometimes and sometimes they only change temporarily. I also don't think you should ever um, impede on other friendships. I don't think, like, personally, like, I know the one that I'm going through the troubles with is our mutual friend. And I would never, ever tell you to not be friends with that person. Like, that's for you up to you based on your opinion as every friendship I have is based on my interactions with them. And that too is that they still haven't done me wrong. Right. You know? And, and so, and, and, and although like, I know that they've done you wrong, like, yes, I am more guarded now around right. them. Be aware. But exactly. Absolutely. That's what it is. 
Um, so what you can do, you guys, when you are leaving a toxic friendship or a relationship, because I've, I've absolutely talked about this on, uh, a s- episode one of my podcast. Uh, the title is called five rules on getting over a breakup. Um, you can take space for yourself before handing out another chance, which means that if you are even thinking about giving this person a second chance to get over, you know, or, or you're, you're doing it in your own regards to even be able to salvage the friendship. Um, a lot of the times giving out a second chance is harder. You know, it, it, it's a lot harder than what it seems like you may think, Oh yeah, I'm going to give them another chance, but, um, you know, it, it, it's definitely a lot harder than, than what it seems sometimes. Um, sorry. Just hiccuping. Just hiccups. Just a little bit of puke. Not (laughs) all the way. Um, But take space for yourself before handing out another chance. Um, Set hella boundaries between this person and yourself. Um, And by that, I mean, like, don't don't trust them all over again right off the bat. Let them prove themselves. Uh, Practice ahead of time when you're ready to end the friendship so you stay strong and you know exactly what you're going to say to end this friendship, almost like a relationship. You know and what I mean? make sure you're not gonna second guess yourself. Be direct. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, think carefully again before reaching out again. So really think to yourself like, should I? Is this should worth I? It? Is it worth it? If is you're it, questioning it, don't do it again. Can I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it? Um, if you can't. We're be always good. <laughs> fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> fucking don't do it. Yeah. Um, and when I say like focus on yourself, um, what what I mean by that is definitely spend time with loved ones. If this if this toxic friend has ruined your um, your other relationships, reach out to those friendships and those relationships and try to mend those before it's too late. You know, um, definitely definitely work on yourself. Focus on making time for quality sleep. Um, other enjoyable <laughs> hobbies. Literally, sleep is so important. Like Ruby, fucking. From you, I know it is. I know, right? Like getting over getting over something. So it may seem small and no, and, and insignificant, but honestly, it is huge. Like getting rid of someone from your life can can definitely alter like everything. Everything. Like everything. so many different fucking things that are going on on other you know aspects of your life. So even if it's a toxic coworker or just a toxic um associate you know what i mean or, or a toxic acquaintance honestly um can can alter other things because if someone is best friends with that acquaintance and they go mm, i don't want ruby around well then that acquaintance is going to be like oh well hey um we were yeah. going to hang out but we're not you know yeah, what i mean life. yeah it, it can definitely alter so many different things so so take time to focus on yourself focus on your own struggles um reach out to those that are most most important to you Hang out with them all over again. Get to know them all over again. Get to know yourself all over again without this toxic person person in your life because you, at the end of the day, are, and, and it is exactly what Sarah said. You gravitate towards people that you want in your life. But at the same time, the vibrations that you put out are the vibrations that you're going to get back. Same with your you know, vibrator, girls. Same. Same with your vibrator. So, if you want positive people in your life, say you want positive people in your life. If you if you want to hang out with negative people that are in and out of jail, that are always fucking 
I don't know, Sarah. Give me a hint. I would say people that don't show up for you. People that don't show up for you. Say people. they're going to do something and don't do it. Negative energy. Talk down to you. If, if Bring that is down. <laughs> and, and here's another saying. Um, the people that you don't want in your home are the people that you will pull into your home or the people that you have in your home. So say you hate the way that someone does this or that, and that's the type of person that you're going to end up bringing um, home with you because you have your own boundaries and you have your yeah. own um, vibrations that you set off. And so make sure that when you are sending out the vibrations, they're the good ones because if you go out with a negative vibe, you're going to bring back a negative vibe. If you go out with a positive vibe or you have a positive mindset, um, the people that you surround yourself, like I said with Sarah, you know, like she has brought my self-esteem up so much higher than what it used to be. And that's because every she time. She uplifts me like no other. And she uplifts me like no other. So Give what you get. Exactly. So put out what you want in your own life. For sure. You know? And it's okay to struggle, but just like be open and understanding and. But not understanding to the point that you hurt yourself. as Right. Well. Absolutely. Like don't, don't let people walk over you. Don't. And there, don't. it's okay to stand up for yourself don't. for sure. And it is very common to be used in friendships. So I just watch your back and I mean, you'll know the good ones when you find them. I feel like it's just very, I mean, it's just obvious. You either feel it or you don't. And right when you start seeing the signs, fucking back up, you know, like reconsider it. Think about it. Watch it. I just, I, my biggest advice would just be like, go into a friendship just like you would a relationship. No expectations. No expectations. And red flags, like pay attention. Red, to red flags, flags are deal breakers. Red and flags people, are not red flags are deal breakers, you guys. Yeah. And it's okay with friends too. Like it's okay to cut them off and break up with them and end it. There can be a talking phase in friendships. hundred percent. Here's the other thing too, is that um, a person can talk so much shit about you, but a, you two know what the fuck actually went down and B, if they're real people, they're going to wait to see those colors on you. Right. Rather than, you know, because, and, and I'm this way. If I hear gossip, if I hear a rumor, what have you, I do not believe it until I hear it out of the actual horse's mouth. Like, right. And do not kind of – one of my big things is you can be my best friend and every day, all day, but one of the biggest reasons why you are is because you don't sit and talk shit about people. Because yeah. if you Got did no that interest. to me, not about me, to me, then what are you saying behind my back? And, oh. it, and I know everybody says that. Everybody says that. So, but it is so true. So this is the shit that I brought back from middle school, right? You know that's so true, right? Bro. Okay, so when I was in middle school, there was this girl that talked shit about literally every fucking body that came to our But not table. you, right? She right. Said, but not right. you. Right. Anyway, so Lies. when I started noticing it, like someone would sit down and then get up and go, right? Someone Second else would come. Yep. As soon, as soon as they were out of earshot, yep. talk shit. Yeah, cut that person off. And then I remember <laughs> looking at her and I was like, do you talk shit about me when I – of course not, not you. And she was like, no, never. Right. Bullshit. And I went, and I went, nah. No. Because it's true. It's the truest statement I've ever been taught by my Absolutely. fucking lutely. Like, our teachers tell us, our moms tell us, our dads tell us, our fucking family tells us. Everybody says it because it's so true. If they're talking shit to you, they're talking shit about you. That's exactly what happens. There's a 
a different venting and then there's shit talking, unnecessary shit talk. We don't do it to each other, which is why I know you don't talk shit about me. No, I love you. Uh, marry me. Because anything. <laughs> marry okay. me. Okay. Like you marry okay. me. Okay. <laughs> Ruby's in love with me. It's okay. Totally. I know, but I'm in love with you, so it's fine. Cool. Anyways. All right, guys. <laughs> Just confess All right. So you guys, uh, thank you so much once again for tuning in. Um, next week we will be talking about next episode. Actually, we will be talking about masturbation, oh, pornography, sleeping with your friend's ex. Oh shit. Oh yeah. But for real, it's about to be good. It is going to be so fucking good. It's going to be all sexy Are we doing that? and racy and raunchy and disgusting. Um, so just a couple of sluts with morals. A we couple of sluts. Just more. a couple of sluts. But we are telling you to be safe. Wear your masks so we can hurry up and be heathens all over again. Seriously. And for the love of fucking God, wash your goddamn hands. Please, people. For real. Seriously. With soap. It doesn't take that much. With the, with the soap. 20 fucking seconds. It's the ABCs twice, if that. It's happy birthday two times. Sure. One of the two. Please just do it. It's the same fucking song, too. It's, All right, you guys. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yes! Oh, God. <laughs> I love you so much. This has been another episode of A Slut with Morals. Some sluts with morals. Both sluts with morals. Both sluts. Definitely with morals. Way too many sluts. We're fine. All right. You guys have a good night. I love you so much. Once Bye, again, guys. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, A Slut with Morals. If you want to follow Sarah, it is Sarah Beth Gibbons on Instagram. Love you so much. Have a good night. Wear your fucking mask, you guys. Wear it. Just fucking wear it.